Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Create a brighter future with a savings plan from Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Now, both the Taoiseach and the Leader of the Opposition are under scrutiny for their approach to the centenary of the worst atrocity of the Irish Civil War. Leo Varadkar is being urged to change the Dáil record on the Bally City massacre in County Kerry, where eight Republican prisoners were blown up. Sinn Féin is being accused of muscling in on commemorations, with Mary Lou MacDonald leading a major party event next weekend. Our reporter Barry Lennon has more on all of this. Barry. Yes, good evening, Sarah, from the Bally CD Memorial here, just outside Tralee, the main road here in my background. And the monument here marks what happened on March 7th, 1923, when free state soldiers took nine Republican prisoners, tied them together, detonated a mine under them, threw bombs at them, and then showered them with bullets. Bally CD said to be a reprisal for an incident at Knocknagosh on the previous day, where five free state soldiers died in the Civil War. Hostilities. Uh, eight died here at Bally Seedley. Miraculously, one survivor, Stephen Fuller, he was blown clear. He'd later go on to become a TD and he only ever spoke publicly once of what happened. We'll hear that in a moment. And then from his son, Paddy, now 81 years old and one of those remembering at this sensitive time. He said, We're going to blow you up with your mind. Anyone didn't say anything. One fella called us Irish bastards. And he was an Irishman himself. They tied us thin, our hands behind our back, around the mine, and they tied our legs thin, and the knees as well, with a rope. But uh, he said goodbye then, and I said goodbye, and the next fellow picked it up, and he said goodbye, goodbye, lads, and up it went. And I went up with it, of course. A lot of it was not discussed. Uh, so the, the old lads didn't discuss the war at all, the civil war at all. No. There was very little discussed about it. Because it hurt too much. Pe- people asked, did they? Yes, they did, of course. They did. That was a constant subject here in the house. But uh, he wouldn't talk about it. And I did ask him at one particular time about it. Why don't you talk that much about it? But he said, it hurts too much. It was never really discussed in the open. It might have been discussed in private, but it wasn't discussed in the open. What of the idea of, of forgiveness, which is something that... Uh, your father spoke of and something you've spoken well, about as did, well. He did forgive and forget and he said you, one of his comments was you can't keep a grudge for a hundred years. It's best left behind us. We were together all our life together and anywhere he he went uh, I used to drive him. We got on well. We got on very well together. What of the, the events for, for, for 100 years? Well, we are doing our own one. It is up to everyone else to do that their own one if they want. It is nice to celebrate the 100 years while my family will be their own for us. It's important to remember for you. Of course it is, of course it is, because uh, that hurts in this family a lot. Still? Oh God, it does, of course. Do people want an apology for, for what happened? I don't really know, but no apology ever came here anywhere to any of the families. There was never an apology came here. To this house. Not to any of the other families as far as I know either. Is that upsetting or is that something you wanted? Well, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. I doubt if it will happen now. Anyway, it is a bit late in the day, I think, now at this stage. 
And aside from the idea of a state apology to uh, those, uh, the families of those who lost their lives, the Doyle record also states how those killed at Bally CD were clearing a roadblock set by Republicans. This has never been changed. And a motion before Kerry County Council to finally alter this official account of what happened was this week defeated. Now, John O'Shea's uncle George was killed here at Bally CD. Just two left legs in his coffin remained after. And remarkably, John's aunt on his mother's side would later marry one of the Free State soldiers responsible, Ned Breslin. But Bally CD left its mark. All unbelievable to the world. They were never in the better of it anymore. They never came from it. It shattered them. And my my father, he never came from it. After about 60 or 65 years, he used to have to get medication from his doctor. Over two months, like, you know. It just stayed with him. Remarkably then, what happened to George of Ballyseedy, but yet on, on your mother's side, um, there then was another link to that night. Ned Breslin was the officer outside. He was the officer in charge, actually. Married to my Auntie Mary from my mother's side. And he was ferocious. He married into your family and it was only several years later that you discovered the connection. My mother got such a shock and she wrote a very severe letter to my auntie Mary and said that did you realise that you were married to a murderer and from that day they never, any of the two sisters never spoke. They died not talking to us. And yes, even though what happened to your Uncle George at Bally CDU reached out to that other side of the family, to the Breslins as well in more recent years. I did. It took the, the venom off of me. That was in me about him. Talk to me uh, about this week. You were in the, the council chamber. There are calls to change the doll record about what happened at Bally CD. Why is that important for you? I consider that it was murder and it should be recorded in the true facts of what happened. That's why so I attended the council meeting. The people that voted against the motion, they were making up these things that leave it be and don't make no difference and things. But I consider that uh, it should be changed. The truth is the truth, do you understand? What of that argument, leave it be, or are people listening, saying, what does it mean almost 100 years later? What, what do you say to that? You have to ha- have the true facts of what happened that fateful night at Belly City. It should be recorded as it was. It is a lie as it's, it stands at present. It would mean a lot for you, would it? It would, actually. It is a kind of hiding behind the scenes, if you like. That's the way I look at it. Correct the record for Belly City. Yeah, I would. I would. I'll do my utmost to say that it is corrected. It should have been done by Fianna Fáil, though, with his years past, and I never made any effort about it. And Barry, what are the divisions then over the centenary of Bally City next weekend? A major historical conference is taking place in Tralee this weekend, spearheaded by local historian Owen O'Shea. But next up, up to five different commemorative events are taking place next weekend. Fina Fall, the latest to confirm this afternoon, how Thornishta Michal Martin will lay a wreath here at Bally City next Saturday. Sinn Féin, it's also holding a major event the following day. Its leader, Mary Lou MacDonald, will make an address. But one family speaking to Mick Clifford and the Irish Examiner this week accused Sinn Féin of muscling in on the Bally CD commemoration while the Fianna Foyle Minister Niall Collins uh, had said that there was efforts perhaps to airbrush uh, local organisations as well and these are claims I pushed to Sinn Féin TD for Kerry Pa Daly who this week raised the Doyle record of the massacre with Taoiseach Leo Varadkar.
I'm not sure, in fairness to Leo Varadkar, that he has a firm view on it, but uh, he said that uh, there's been a lot of atrocities over the years. Uh, I wasn't really satisfied with the answer that he gave. I hope that he'll have time to reflect on it and do the right thing, which is to acknowledge that something which is on the record is not correct. So are you confident that something might come of what you asked? Well, yes, uh, I I think that something more will come from the Taoiseach's office. It's not so much digging up the past, but, you know, in order to have proper truth and reconciliation, they're tied in with each other no more than from other conflicts in the last century, uh, going back to the, the Civil War. And without truth and acknowledging what the truth of it is, I, I think it's more difficult to achieve. Why is Sinn Féin holding its own commemoration event next weekend for Bally Sidi? Why feel it necessary? We did attempt to have one together, but unfortunately the, the constitution of the National Graves says there can't be any politicians. Mary Lou wanted to come down to Bally Sidi because it is such a, a, an iconic event. We had asked her, the local organisation had asked her to speak. They said that politicians can't be at their event, so we decided to have our own. There isn't a difficulty, there isn't a problem with what any other the, group. the charge that has been put out there that the 100 years is being used to promote Sinn Féin, promote Mary Lou Macdonald and that's why you're holding the event. Yeah, absolutely not. Might be something new for some of the other parties who are now having an event, but we, we've always been having them. So, What of holding five different events to commemorate Bally CD in general? Is that not a, a bit mad? We were prepared to do one with another group. I don't think there's any difficulty with it. Now, the government has been accused of not doing enough to remember what happened in the Civil War, especially here in Kerry. This is something rejected by former Fenugail Minister Jimmy Deenahan. He's also spearheading a joint commemoration for the atrocities at Knocknagoshal and Ballysidi as part of the Kerry Archaeological and Historical Society. The events are for the society and for the families, but uh, we're inviting local politicians and I have invited some of those already and they have committed that they will be there. It is open certainly to Leo Varadkar or Michal Martin to attend these events, but I think the important thing here is not as much uh, the presence of politicians. I think the important thing here is that we are commemorating the people that died, also reaching out to their families who have suffered and who had to live with the consequences. When you um, organised the commemorations for 90 years, you said there should be no partisan presentations, triumphalism or recriminations in the commemorations. And some people feel maybe there, there is a political edge in some of the events that are, are being held. If people want to do their events, they're free to do it. But I was referring to state events, and uh, I think the state has organised these events very inclusively. I know that... The government have been kind of uh, accused that they're ignoring the civil war to some extent, but I don't think they are. It's the government, it's the department that's funding, for example, the major history seminar that's happening here, conference that's happening here in Tralee this weekend on the civil war. You reject that, that criticism which is has been put out there that the government isn't acknowledging what happened in particular in Ballyseedy. Well, I, I think that's not true and I think there should be a national commemoration monument to all the people who died in the Civil War from both sides. I'm going to, again, write to both uh, Michal Martin and the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar uh, suggesting that as well. I think we should have a major monument in Dublin. We have a number of monuments commemorating major historical events in Ireland and certainly just to reach out to those people who died in the Civil War uh, to respect them and to commemorate them. They, they died for different ideals of their vision of Ireland and I think now would be an appropriate time uh, to do some major monument in Dublin to them. 
And Barry, what's the Department of Antishuk saying about all this? The Taoiseach Leo Varadkar this week acknowledged the request to change the record of the Dáil. The Department of Antishuk has previously said it has the government has provided funding for a series of commemorative events for the Civil War. Barry Lennon, thank you very much for that.